Hello, this is Corey Osborne from the Box Office Bros, and it's the 25th episode of the Box Office Bros. And you want to know what's better than 24 episodes of Box Office Bros? 25 <laughs> episodes of Box Office Bros. We have a great show lined up for y'all today. We're talking about the Joker trailer that just came out, and we are also talking about D23, which is Marvel, Disney, Pixar, everything that's coming out on Disney. So we're going from talking about what we don't like so much about Disney in the last podcast to uh, praising it a lot during this podcast. So it's a great time. I hope you all enjoy it, and let's get right into it. What was that song you were just singing, Chance? Oh, it's um, Too Much Stereo by The Urge. Oh, I've never, I didn't even realize it was a song. I thought you were just, um, dis, I thought you were just dissing me. You're like, too much stereo. No, no. And I'm like, well, I'm going to convert this into mono later. It's actually like, for a, all you crazy um, fans that actually know stuff about this stuff. <laughs> it's actually a really nice song. I do recommend it if you're into, uh, I'm not even sure what it would be. Oh, most definitely. Too much it's, stereo by who? It, it's like, it's too much stereo by The Urge. Okay. Uh, they're good. They're pretty good band, but. Uh, you, we were talking about stereo and mono earlier. That song just like it's it's like can't hear in mono too much stereo because it's, that's what Chance and I do on a normal basis. We talk about mono and stereo. Yeah, it's we're, we live boring audio boring nerds, lives. you know. Mm-hmm. That's why we have a podcast. But anyways, welcome to the box office bros. I know I already have my welcome intro, but still, I just wanted to you know thank y'all. You're oversaturating like, the welcomes. Okay? I know. Bienvenidos, everyone. First of all, I really, really appreciate a lot of the rad vibes y'all been giving oh, me. Oh, yeah. Y'all yeah. loved last week's podcast, and I really appreciate that. I met Grant so, at yeah. a bar night that no one went to, and it, he, he was like, man, I was listening to your podcast, and I was writing, and I was just like, that's awesome, man. Yeah, like that's great. I'm glad you guys, I'm glad y'all got to go yeah. to that bar night. I was going to go, but I completely forgot. Well, it was pretty much me, Grant, and then Dende from Ad Radio. Oh, that's fun stuff. But, you know, shout out to those guys that went to that media bar night because they were hyping it up the week before. Like I a know. ton of people were going, but then like three people went. I but, know. You know, whatever. It was a lonesome time. But I'm Benson. sure you, I'm sure you had a great night. We'll go to fun. we'll go we'll go to Benson one of these other times when I have money. One of these nights. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we uh, have a rad show. So let's just get right into it. You know, it's funny, like. Literally after we post the show, something big happens and we have to wait an entire week until we talk about it. I know, like D23. Mm -hmm. Um, But we are going to be, but yeah, let's go chat about that Joker trailer. Joker trailer just dropped today. Like a couple hours ago. Exactly. And I'm going to just spin off of you here, Chance. What are your initial thoughts on this Joker trailer? This movie looks like it's going to be intense. It does. Well, it's, I think it's going to make, it looks like it's going to make like the Joker super sort of relatable. Not going to lie. Like, yeah, I feel you. Dead end job feelings that you can't help or feelings that you can't control, you know, a therapy feeling like the world's against you and, you know, mm-hmm. trying to do your best despite everything and like someone finally snapping it. Like, of course, of course, it's really cool. Like, I love the way he looks like. I'm sorry. Like maybe if, if maybe some people might think he looks too much like Heath Ledger's uh, Nolan Joker, but like I don't know, just like the shoulder length cut works really well for the way the Joker looks in live action. Yeah, I don't necessarily think that he looks too much like Heath Ledger's Joker. I think he has like actually a really good 
mm-hmm. look to it. it. I think it looks different enough. Yeah, it looks different. But it's one of those deals where I. But yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah, like I like. Uh, it's, I like the look. It's if, if Heath Ledger's Joker like had like a different color suit and heavier makeup applied mm-hmm. and no scars, obviously. Oh. <laughs> you want to know? How I got <laughs> you want to know how I got these scars? You want to know how I got this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But um, you want to know how I fell in love with Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> <laughs> I can't fix. I can't. I can't seem to skip. Or what was it again? Or I can't, can't seem to quit, quit you? you. I can't. Seem, right, I, I can't. You. I can't seem to quit you. I actually <laughs> haven't seen Brokeback Mountain. I heard it's really good. I should check it out sometime. Yeah, so, so do I. Well, <laughs> you want to know how I learned to ride a horse? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> but anyways, uh, um, <laughs> no. But like. Uh, no, it looks really, it just looks intense. It looks like, I didn't realize Jack Nicholson, not Jack Nicholson, Robert De Niro is in this movie. Yeah, he's in the first trailer. For some reason, I don't remember Robert De Niro. Yeah, he in literally, the, first the scene when he's all like flailing his hands like that. Oh, I, he's like, that's this pretty much the same scene that he was in, in the I original been, trailer. I should have Oh, well, Robert De Niro just straight up roasts, uh, is his name Arthur? Like, yeah. His name's like... It's like, oh, no one's laughing now. <laughs> you got that right, buddy. I'm like, dang, yeah, Robert, like, that was mean. You're like, oh. And what I'm thinking is like, I, uh, are you chill if I go into my thoughts? Real yeah, quick? go ahead. Uh, what I was thinking there personally, and this is kind of going to make <laughs> me go backwards in my thoughts. Uh-huh. But I was thinking that they're going to adapt something kind of similar from The Killing Joke, where he like legitimately just mows down an entire audience of a setting kind of like oh, that. Oh, that'd be... I thought that that's why he was doing all those theatrics and right. all those different things. And I'm like, oh, it just terrifies me for that whole <laughs> entire thing. But meanwhile, I'm getting... I really love trailers that tell a story, but don't tell too much of the story that's in the movie. They have to have a good, mm-hmm. happy balance. And I think they had a really good... Uh, you'll, I'll only really know when I eventually watch the movie, mm-hmm. but I think that this trailer definitely had that. Um, it was really um, cool how you saw him playing with that kid. And, oh, you yeah. know, we were even talking about, like, Chance, you mentioned, that was probably the best thing that happened in his day. This kid was just laughing yeah, at him. This like, little kid just kid on the bus. Was funny. And then the mom turns around and goes, stop bothering my kid. And then just instantly... Um, made him like kind of feel a little sad yeah, no, and then it's, like, it's just like you constantly see this guy being torn down you constantly see people not affirming his dreams and you constantly see you see like, like him he, just basically just getting broken down but what like you, well, you see him getting like heckled haggled and chased and beaten by people on the street you know he's just gonna twirl on his sign in a clown costume mm-hmm. it's just like are people as generic like I'd hate to live in a movie universe because people are just like generically, generically mean. Like, you know what just sounds, it just reminds me. Have you ever played like Grand Theft Auto 5 or anything like that? Yes. You know how like the people's default are just to be awful? I know. I think it's literally that. Hey, watch it. <laughs> I didn't do anything. It's like, I'm good. It's like, oh, I bump into you. I am going to literally take out my gun right now. I'm going. Like, that has happened in, in Grand Theft Auto before. I know. It's so it's just nuts. It's literally, that's just like the way that movie, some movies kind of are. Yeah. I bet so, it's, yeah. I bet it's therapist is going to feel pretty bad that she was the therapist of a psychopath. No, pretty much. And it's one of those things where you can't justify, like obviously any of the stuff he's probably going to do in this film. Mm-hmm. But I think it's good to definitely understand that psyche and um, not relate to it, but to find, but to realize that like, yeah, it's really important to, or it's really 
interesting to see where or how these people are kind of created because a lot of the stuff is like it's just all this nature versus nurture kind of mm-hmm. stuff and these kind of themes are really cool and always interesting to me and like it's one of those things where you know there may be scripts or something where it's not as original but with that being said it's still like there's still these movies that just make it so like cool and so mm-hmm. like deep and so understandable you know yeah uh and obviously joker does not support mental health awareness uh, oh no most definitely <laughs> like i'm just gonna predict he totally shoots that th- or kills his therapist oh no for sure like that lady's dead no yeah she's she already seemed worried she looked worried enough like this is the last time i'm going to see you it's like oh okay <laughs> like there there's there's a lot of cool shots in this trailer too like that one with like him just like inquisitively looking up holding a cigarette between his fingers mm-hmm. That one was pretty cool. Like the one of him like dance like all the ones of him. Like, all the ones of him dancing are great. Well, it borderline looked like a like recreation of dancing in the rain scene, kind of too. Oh no, like, for sure. Was, or singing in the rain, rather. If they go to balls to the wall, like weird music sequences in this movie, mm-hmm. I would be thrilled. Are you just like did you up pl- did you play uh, Gotham or uh, Arkham Knight? Uh, yes, I did. Do you remember that one Joker scene? When mm-hmm. he was singing and everything, it was Mark oh, Hamill's Joker. It's like, like, look who's laughing now. now. He's yep. like, your friends are dead, <laughs> Adada, and soon I will be in control. Oh, no, what was funny? He's like, oh, he's like, all oh, your friends are dead, and it's so funny when he sings that part because literally, even though you're like in the shoes of Batman, mm-hmm. and it's sad that he said that. I literally, or no, it's not that he said all your friends are dead. He said your parents are dead, like, and you're just like, oh my god. Well, isn't he like? It was your, so funny. Your parents are dead, and I'm in your head. Like. <laughs> <laughs> And then you just see like Robin sneaking around disarming bombs. No, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, there's a mo- there's a game called um, uh, Batman Arkham Knight, and the Joker is stuck in Batman's head, and so mm-hmm. there's a full fledged musical number with the Joker in it, and it's brilliant. <laughs> like and Mark it, Hamill, and it's Mark Hamill, yeah. Wow, Mark Hamill is a brilliant Joker, one of probably one of the best Jokers, if not the best Joker. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just. If they go that get to that kind of balls to the wall weirdness in that movie in this movie, I would love that. I hope I'd Mark Hamill has a cameo in this movie. That'd be great. That'd be so great, dude. Mark Hamill's great. No, it'd be just like he just like bumps into Mark Hamill on the screen, just like "Good luck, kid." Pats him on the back. <laughs> Although I'm sure Joaquin Phoenix isn't like young, but like he's no, definitely sure. younger than Mark Hamill is. No, for sure. Uh, so it's like one of those deals where yeah, the Joker trailer. I really enjoyed it. Thanks. I thought it told a great story. I am very excited for this movie to come out, hence it being in our top three <laughs> most anticipated right. films for both of us. <laughs> like it, it's going to be another comic book movie that I see, but it's probably going to be like more, one of the more serious movies that I've seen this year. Like, we gotta, we gotta get you watching more movies. Chancy. Well, yeah, I need to expand my fancy fancy. Yeah. Well, I've never been, uh, <laughs> I've never been the one to go see all the Oscar movies that drop in November. <laughs> I feel you. Some no. of them are just really depressing. No, yeah, they are, but it's I some of them pay are quite fourteen dollars to cry, <laughs> dude. I stand by it. Uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Ebbing, Missouri is one that you really need to check out, okay. especially because you're a huge fan of uh, Woody Harrelson. Okay, like that. So uh, I'll, like, I'll put it on the list. No, for sure. And so it's like one of those deals where it's just a great. It's just a. It's, it, I wouldn't call the movie a great time. It actually is funny at times, but it's definitely mm, a serious movie. Right. Um. Because, like, Martin McDonough is just just ridiculously great writer. But with that being said, 
So we move from one uh, comic book issue to another. Well, more. I don't of a, think it's really more of a, a conglomerate. I don't think it's like we're gonna talk about. We're basically gonna it's D20. kiss the butt <laughs> of the company that we, we were ripping kiss, that we were ripping week. last week. So you know, for all of you guys who love Disney and got felt Disney, a little I love alienated, you, you still suck. Yeah, exactly. Felt a little alienated. Um, D23 happened uh-huh. this last week. Um, and yeah, so there is a Disney Plus uh, presentation. There is a Disney Movies presentation. They also had Disney Parks, but have, that's not important. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever gone to Disney World or Disneyland? I have not. I haven't. I've been to... You're wearing a shirt like a dad going to Disneyland right now. Well, it's... Like it's a pineapple shirt blue, a, with blue and black pineapples. Well, I kind of want a nice shirt. It is a nice... I want to... I well, I'm not sure if they make it uh, big enough for me. Uh, well, I haven't slowed down as much as I'd like to, but I'm getting there. Gosh mm-hmm. darn it. I like that uh, one that Cork had, the, the, like, yeah. the, the pink one with pineapples on it. Oh, I love that shirt. I like, love that shirt. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just like... I don't know. I like pineapples on shirts. No, dude. Like you're going know. to like the Corey Osborne school of shorts. I'm yeah, really, like, I'm really um appreciating I, I, your style. I want to dress up this semester. Like, no, dude. I looked kind of homeless in past semesters. I'm trying to be better. <laughs> hey, well, we all have to start somewhere <laughs> and everything like that. But no, for sure. Yeah, like soon I'll be wearing shorts that don't have a hundred pockets on it. It's gonna be. <laughs> you hear that Velcro rip? Yes. <laughs> Cargo about- shorts for life. You could you should be like a cargo short foley artist. And this will be like for those of you who don't know who foley artists are, they're the people who make sound effects for film. It's really cool because they're literally just make the sounds for everything. And they'll like be like stepping in like puddles, stepping in jello, squeezing their hands a certain way, or doing stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And there's this really funny video. I know I'm getting off topic, but there's a funny video of the foley artists for The Bachelor, and it's this guy making obscene uh kissing noises just as a joke. It's so funny. It's hilarious. (laughs) But yeah, that's what foley artists artists do but what were you saying oh i was gonna say like i could just do the velcro and then i could put like a hundred or so pennies in another pocket and just like tap it like i'm <laughs> checking if my keys are there or something like oh, that oh no for sure but yeah sound D- engineering yeah d23 yeah d23 let's get, let's get right into it hillary duff is returning as lizzie mcguire oh, yeah. so the first big presentation was, was last like, friday was yeah the D- it was the disney plus stuff it was a disney plus stuff and they talked about a lot of um, a the, lot the, of stuff. a lot of disney um channel stuff was the first yeah. kind of things that kind of went through and that was uh hillary duff for, returns as lizzie mcguire she's gonna be 30 i guess she's gonna have kids i guess she's gonna so have her little imaginary friend too this this okay bringing back lizzie mcguire seems like a very similar move to fuller house to me. it does seem like a similar move to fuller house and uh what was that one why can't a boy meets world or girl oh meets yeah, yeah. World. girl meets world girl meets world was actually pretty good i watched a few episodes of it i never got like, like back the, into that's, it. that's the new show right? yeah the new show is actually pretty good yeah because isn't it like the dad is the original kid yeah. from boy meets that, world well, i think the dad and the mom like they grew up okay. together and they ended mm-hmm. up getting married but they had kids they get kids so it's like yeah isn't like the original boy meets world gets super depressing sometimes oh no for sure i, for, I, like, I, I can only speculate i've not seen no it. it got like the thing is i want to say it got depressing but it was definitely like they're like serious topics mm-hmm. and it was like kind of good for like like for instance there's like kids who felt a, like abandonment issues they have mm-hmm. like episodes on that and different things like that it was a, it was a good show but you know lizzie mcguire <laughs> all that stuff the 
um, Disney Vault is going to be open from day one. Yeah, the Disney Vault, that stupid, stupid vault is no more. Like, I hate that. Like, what's like, what's the deal? Like, if you want, if I want a movie, mm -hmm. can I just get it? Have they just been conspiring about this this whole time? They're like, ooh, one day there's going to be such thing as streaming. (laughs) And then we're going to have a streaming service. And then we're going to open up the vault. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm a Disney. I'm a Disney villain, except I work for Disney. <laughs> I'm Walt Disney's severed head. <laughs> <laughs> I hate money. I hate Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, oh my God. No, but like, so Tom Holland, boo-hoo. <laughs> but, Let's get Zac Efron up in that suit. <laughs> oh my God. Well, it's so stupid. Like We're all in this together. Like You'd have to just like order a movie that came out in 1994 and just wait for the vault to open. It's like, oh, okay, uh, we'll take your money. And then we'll send you the movie whenever we feel like it. No, for sure. And I don't, like, get why they couldn't just, like... You want to buy Aladdin right now in the middle of August? <laughs> Idiot. No, exactly. Like, it's the same. It was like... Like, remember, like, all those... uh Like, they'd be in, like, commercials, like... Like, previews, like, on, like, old DVDs. Just like, get out now. The vault's still open. I'm like, no. You're stupid. Or something. But... So, yeah, the whole, like, the... Big giant collection of Disney will be open on day one on Disney Plus. No, for sure. I'm super excited for it. It's going to be a good time. And I already got my email onto the thing so that they could notify me when Disney Plus is oh, available, available for uh, and all that stuff like that. So I got myself on the subscription list. And so, yeah. Hopefully the Disney, servers don't melt day one. I feel like they will, though. People just trying to get to watch Star Wars, Mandalorian, and all that stuff. One episode at a time, but we can talk about that later. Oh, yeah. But no, for sure. And so Phineas and Ferb, the movie, Candace Against the Universe. I love Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, Phineas and Ferb was a clever cartoon. No, especially like it outdates me a little bit. It does. Just a little bit. But the only thing is the part of the reason why I'd watch it a lot because was because it was something that like my brothers mm-hmm. or like my brothers and everybody could watch around like with my nephews all right. the time. And it was something that we didn't hate. Doobie so doobie we. <laughs> <laughs> Agent P, but no, it was just always a fun, clever show where like kids would like it because of all the cool stuff happening. Like it's but harmless. Adults would also like it mm-hmm. because it's just funny. Like it's just really, like, really witty, and how it's so like generic in the way that they set up mm-hmm. the story, but they make fun of it, and they're super self-aware like, uh, with how <laughs> generic the story is, and it's just really funny, like, and how predictable it is. I didn't always like Dr. Doofenshmirtz, but Dr. Doofenshmirtz is really funny. <laughs> no, I love how they go into his childhood, or, and how he's like a gnome, or like or his yeah, parents had to be a gnome, and he would try to get out of it, and, his, like, mom, <laughs> and his mom was like, no! I, or, or when, like, uh, he's talking about his like divorce him and his wife divorce and his alimony checks and i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> this is wonderful like, this, is a, this is literally a children's cartoon uh, and they're talking about alimony <laughs> like my dad is a super villain mom he's not a super villain what is his daughter's name vanessa i think his, yeah, uh, his daughter's name is vanessa i think her and candace sing the you're busted song yeah but no like i'll, I'll watch it i'm sure my nephew would too because yeah, sure. i have to keep him distracted somehow no for sure <laughs> but yeah and then there's lady in the tramp oh bother with justin thoreau and tessa thompson <laughs> as the respective uh tramp and lady not <laughs> like i i said it in the wrong order but you know whatever <laughs> for comedic effect but no it's one of those deals where yeah 
I'm kind of, I'm pretty, I'm like, I'm not, I won't say I'm excited for it. It oh, looks a little weird. It looks cute, I guess. It, yeah. It's not my thing. Like, like, it's not like you're not barking at, you're barking at the wrong, at the wrong pole. You're barking at the wrong demographic. Yeah. Oh, much, in like regards to two, 22 and 23 or 24. I'm 24. Yeah. 24. Dude, a 22 year old and a 24 year old uh, male instead of. Oh, I'm assuming is the eight-year-old girl. I like indie films and Marvel films, <laughs> and there's no in between. <laughs> there's nothing. <laughs> I refuse to see this rom-com, okay? They're, they're like, you want to watch? They're like, yo, you want to watch a Star Trek film? No. Never. Um, never. Just kidding. I actually really like no, Star but Trek. I, I, but Star Wars is still better. Yeah, well, I'll be honest. I haven't thought about Lady and the Tramp in so long. Like I don't know if I've ever even seen the full, full movie. I know I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I don't even know well, if I've seen the full movie before. So I think I feel like uh, Lady and the Tramp is just like a collection of uh, pretty famous scenes. Because, oh, okay, you've got all the obvious, like you know, them sharing the, the spaghetti and like the two Italian men wanting some dogs to smush, <laughs> which is really disturbing. It's really know? weird when you think about <laughs> it. <laughs> and just with the, they're like, oh, enchanté. She's right now. Why Even though they're Italian, I shouldn't. Yeah, I'm. Well, it's my heritage, so mm-hmm. they can't get too mad at me. I think, or they'll just send cousin Sal after me, and I'll be in a trunk soon. <laughs> I don't have a cousin Sal, but <laughs> if I did, Sal, I love you. Please come home. So, <laughs> uh, can I ask you, as an Italian, mm-hmm. um, is Fredo is being called Fredo as bad as being called the N word? I would say no. Just because uh, Italians haven't had the same. Uh, I'm just joking about that whole like Chris Cuomo thing that happened. Yeah, recently. I know. Because like, he's like, being called Fredo is like being called the N word. I'm like, well, you're saying the word Fredo, Chris. Well, because well, that's funny. Like, uh, because obviously the Italians kind of did the enslaving, not being enslaved. So. Yeah, that's true. Well, I guess Romans are. I'm not sure what the uh, dichotomy between. Uh, Romans and Italians art of today, but um, well, I've, isn't like another Italian slur like a, calling someone a guinea? I think that's like I don't know why. But On racial is. slurs, the podcast. Well, yeah, but like I said, you can say that word. No, and for you sure. can't say the other one. No, exactly. I just thought it was funny, but anyways, <laughs> like my my grandma's like, you're out of the family, okay? Mm-hmm. One surprise. <laughs> What's surprise? One surprise from this Disney Plus thing. Is it the We Are was, Siamese Cats? Well, no. I was gonna say I was gonna I was gonna I was segueing out of us talking oh, about okay. racial slurs. Um, Noelle, Noelle with Anna with Anna Kendrick, and she's the younger uh, sister of Nick Kringle, played by Bill Hader, and Anna Kendrick is Noelle, the title character, mm-hmm. and the thing is, Bill Hader is supposed. His character is supposed to be the new, you know, Santa Claus. Oh, so he's Tim Allen. And so, yeah, pretty (laughs) pretty much. But he doesn't really want to be Santa Claus. And the funny thing is, is that like this was announced a while ago and I Mm -hmm. forgot it was announced even. And then I was like, ugh, this just seems like boring stuff. But the cast is really good. The trailer was really funny. The trailer showed a little bit too much, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. because there's because, um, uh, like Nick goes missing. They got Bill Hader's character goes missing. Right. And then they show like their scene when they meet up back again. And I'm like, okay, uh, shouldn't you right? probably keep that? I don't know. A little bit of a secret. 
but it was just like a lot of but it, the trailer was a ton of fun it seems like just a really good solid fun christmas flick we need a really funny christmas movie besides elf yeah well you know uh this kind of like this kind of feels like it's in the same vein as um do you remember that Kurt Russell Christmas movie? What was it, The Christmas Chronicles? Or like, uh, no, I actually, I, I, I never I've saw heard it, of it. I've heard of it. I heard it's not bad. You heard it's not bad. Apparently, like Kurt Russell's pretty funny in it. Like, oh, you know, that sounds cool. Like, I, I've, I was recommended it, and I never really watched it, and I'm not sure if I, I don't know, I haven't really watched. Like, I'm not super into Christmas movies out of season, so it's just kind of like, I'll watch it after Thanksgiving or something like that. No, I feel you. But no, I I don't know. I'd be down. Bill Hader is really funny. Anna Kendrick is funny. Like, I honestly don't see how you could make this go wrong unless you made a Christmas version of Holmes and Watson. But let's be real. You definitely <laughs> didn't do that for Disney+. Plus. Remember, watch Barry also. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what we should do? Like, whenever we take, like, ad breaks, I'm just going to say... The following is a PSA. Watch Barry from Corey Osborne. <laughs> no, pretty much. That's that's yeah. That's that that's an accurate thing that you should probably do. Yeah, I'll, but I'll produce. <laughs> no, for sure. It's just a really good show. But no, it's just one of those deals where yeah, no wow. It looks it looks like an interesting flick. Well, yeah. Well, and plus the service drops November twelfth, so it'll be totally in season when it comes. No, for sure. Um, in the Osborne household. Um, we watch It's a Wonderful Life every Christmas Eve. Oh, you like Bat or you like Robin on that one episode of Batman the Animated Series. No, pretty much. It's like, a Bruce, we're gonna watch It's a Wonderful Life, okay? <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life is such a good movie. Uh, I yeah, there's a ton of movies and shows that yeah, I'm not I... all that interested in, but one thing that I am interested in, because um <laughs> one thing that I am interested in is Muppets now. I love the Muppets so much. I grew up on the Muppets. Uh, Muppets Treasure Island is the best. Don't at me. <laughs> um, the space one's really good too. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like uh, I'm just super excited for this because there there was a Muppet series that was kind of like The Office that got canceled from ABC. And the funny thing is, is that it was actually oh, pretty I good. That. But I feel like it was too lewd. And that's the reason why they canceled it. Because the writers like really catered it to adults. Because yeah. like it was one of those deals where as like Miss Piggy and um, Kermit broke up. And oh, like yeah, I he had like an, uh, he had like a like kind of like a side girl. <laughs> like a side pig and pretty like, much. Did, like, and she looked Piggy exactly assault her or no, something. Yeah, but she looked exactly like Miss Piggy, which is the funniest part. Because they're like, oh well he has a type. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It was so Ooh. funny. <laughs> it was so like weird because it was like weird having like the dry, like adult humor from the right. office but infused to the muppets which was perfect for me so this show's definitely like, probably not going to be like that like did they have like a like a like a writing table scene yes. too where they like writing the show and it was so funny and there was like the swedish chefs would be there too and they'd be like <laughs> they'd be like well that's a great point <laughs> like what are, the, what are those two dudes like those two old men are like always like Making the, the peanut gallery guys, yeah, like the, those those two always, like will never fail to get a laugh from me. Oh like, no, for like, sure. I know it's I just, old man humor, but somehow it always makes me laugh. Like, mm-hmm. like just having just two old dudes roasting you constantly. But I don't know, like, that's exciting. Like, 
I don't know. I wasn't a super big fan of like the Muppets movies that they made. Like I like like you were saying, I like that show a lot more. Mm-hmm. I, I I understand those movies were made for kids, but I was kind of oh, well. Me and my brother, my dad went to go see movie. There's nothing else on, and then my brother's like, oh, "What about the movie Muppets movie? I've heard it's good." And then I'm like, "It was okay." But I'm just going to make fun of my brother for eternity for having us go watch it. No, for sure. Like, but that one with Jason Siegel in it was pretty good. Yeah. Was, uh, my, uh, am I, I a man? Or <laughs> am I a Muppet? Oh, God. I forgot if about I'm that Muppet, song. Then I'm a very manly Muppet. Am I a man? <laughs> I forgot about that. That's, does that make me a Muppet of a man? Okay, anyways. Okay, so uh, Pixar, in regards to Disney+, Plus, the entire Pixar library is on Disney+, Plus on no, the yeah, first day. For sure. It's, oh, baby. I know. Uh, guys, I'm sorry. If, you, if, we, if we just randomly don't have... Let's see what day is the 12th of November. It might be a Tuesday. No, well, Tuesday. Like, like, let me check on this. I'm trying to think of it. It is a Tuesday. You're right. Ha. Here's the deal. If we happen to just not record a podcast that week, which would never happen, obviously. <laughs> never. But if we don't, it's because we're just watching the entire Pixar catalog. Let's be mm-hmm. real. You know, we're huge Pixar shills here. Except Brave. So, <laughs> yeah, except Brave, because Brave sucks and Wreck-It Ralph should oh. have gotten the Oscar that year. Except Brave. Still pretty triggered about and that. And also, except Good Dinosaur. <laughs> I haven't really watched all of Good Dinosaur. I watched the first like 20 minutes and hated it. Trust me, it is not good. So I was just like, I just don't really feel like doing it. But anyways. An adult man critiques children's <laughs> movies. Pretty much. More at seven. But <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, the entire Pixar library is going to be there. And Forky asks, and here's some new qu- stuff. Yes. Forky asks a question, which is going to be a kid's show where I'm guessing Forky's gonna ask a question about stuff, and then Potato Cash? and Potato Head and all those guys will proceed to probably answer it. Well, and probably not like that. Potato Head. Well, yeah, R.I.P. But um, <laughs> but, but no, no, yeah. Like, well, Forky is really funny. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Tony Hale, yeah, is like, hilarious. I'm he's super Buster excited. from Arrested Development, yeah, and like, he's in Veep as yeah, well. He's in Veep. I, it's just like I don't know. Like I, I wonder if it's gonna be like. A, like a, like a 2.5D animated uh, show or it's going to be like fully rendered Pixar animation. You want to know what's hilarious though? What? So Tony Hale was in this um, movie uh, that um, my girlfriend really likes called The Heat. Have you heard it with Melissa McCarthy yep, in the it? the other one with... Uh, yeah. And um, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, Sandra Bullock and, and like, Melissa Bill, McCarthy. Bill Burr is like... Yeah, uh, Bill Burr is the brother and he's, it's a, great. Are you a knack? Are you a knack? What? But anyways, um, there's literally a scene where Tony Hale is like looking for like he's uh, he's looking at the street corner for a prostitute. Mm-hmm. So it's like literally hearing Forky's voice asking for that. Oh, and it's the most. And I watched God. it literally a week after I watched for the first time, a week after I watched the new <laughs> Toy Story film. So it was physically jarring. It was very distracting. So just like listen to that. But anyways, Forky asking for that. So is yeah, terrible. it's probably gonna be like a Is Forcey gonna ask that question? Uh God, I hope not. <laughs> um, I, I'm assuming he does have a spork. Or what was he a spoon or what was she? Was Fork, his girlfriend? Forky was a spork. Well he found his girlfriend, remember at the she, end of, yeah she was a knife. Oh she I was believe. a knife. Ooh. She's gonna cut right into his heart. Forgast what chopsticks are. <laughs> uh, 
I'm so sorry. But yeah, so it's going to be like a, a collection of shorts with regards to uh, <laughs> Forky asked a question. And then there's also going to be another Pixar show called Monsters at Work. I believe we talked about this briefly. No, yeah, we talked about um, it when it was announced. Ago. And then they um, or they announced some stuff about it and they had some concept stuff of it. And it's really cool. And the premise is really cool because yeah. it's um, basically about this guy who just got out of Monsters U. And it's set right after the events of the first Monsters, Inc. film. And he's like a big scare. But now they're switching to laughter. So oh, yeah, hilarity yeah. is now going to ensue. Yeah, it's like a workplace comedy. It's so cool. That's a, that's a really clever concept. Like No, like it is for sure um, a clever concept. And like I'm just excited for and it. And it links the two movies pretty well, too. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we got we went to Monsters. We, we literally got an education mm-hmm. to scare children. Mm-hmm. And now we have to make them laugh. Oh, for sure. In this and factory that, you know, we saw the transition in the original Monsters, Inc. And I mm-hmm. think that, that's really cool. No, and Ben Feldman and Aisha Tyler are great. And I'm excited to see themselves lend their voices like, to Aisha this. Tyler's got a really good voice. No, she like, is. Like at Lana. <laughs> like Lana and Archer. Um, <gasps> Lana. Lana. Um, Lana. I haven't seen that show. Do yourself a favor. Oh, it's a great show. <clears throat> but um, it's like well, Arrested Development mixed with, in a certain sense, mixed with uh like a spy show and, and it's comedy and it's animated but yeah, yeah and like the the show pretty much jumps the shark every season because they can and they make it work no for sure but yeah uh let's uh we're gonna talk about some marvel in a little bit but we just need to take a quick break for our sponsors we will be back in just a few minutes bye-bye now okay hey, guess what we're back we, we are, are the, we oh. are the we are the box office back bros Backs uh, off, backs office bros. Because brothers got back. Okay. Anyways, don't want to get a copyright on, strike on this. Yeah. Uh, so, just so, kidding. We're so, not putting this on YouTube. Sir Mix-a-Lot <laughs> will come after us. No. Okay. But we were, we were talking about Pixar and all that stuff. But now we are going right into Marvel. Um, Marvel's What If animated series explores hypothetical situations um, in the Marvel universe. And the first one that they're that they're really releasing and looking at is what if Peggy Carter became um, Captain Britain, basically, mm-hmm. instead of, you know, Steve Rogers becoming she got Captain America. Solemn, uh, solemn, super, super soldier, soldier serum serum. And then in turn, something cool that happens is that Steve Rogers is still in the story. But what if he got his own little Iron Man suit or something that kind of looks more Howard like a Mark? Stark. Yeah, like a little more of a Mark one kind of thing. Yeah, so. it's kind of like. Uh, just an elaboration on uh, what we learned at Comic Con. No, for sure. Apparently, they showed they showed footage of like Marvel zombies. Oh yeah, they did like a big sizzle like, reel thing, and it they was showed like, like Bucky like hitting zombie Steve Rogers, and apparently it was really cool. No, for sure, the animation looks pretty neat, and it looks like just from the picture and everything like that. And so, like, I'm pretty excited for this Marvel What If, and they're gonna have like pretty much the entire cast of the MCU so far. Probably excluding Tony Star- or Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. Pro- most likely were probably the, the only yeah, ones. Yeah, it's gonna be like. Well, Chris Evans is probably gonna be in it for that one. Well, yeah. Deal, but I don't think Tony Stark will really be in much of it. I mean, voice work probably goes quicker than that. that. Is true. Oh, especially you know, it's a twenty minute episode, not a full length movie. Anyway. Are they twenty minutes? Well, I'm 20? assuming they're gonna be twenty because it's gonna be like like twenty ish episodes. Like, oh, um, that makes sense. Then. So I'm not sure. I doubt they're gonna be super long, but. Who knows? I mean, maybe some will be longer than others. No, but what are your thoughts on what if? What are Uh, some what ifs that you would like to see? 
Some what ifs if I'd like to see. Yeah. Like, what if I'd like the to- show was out right now and you wanted to watch it? Am I right? What would you like to watch? Uh, if it was out right now, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Just kidding. But if I'd like to see a what if if like a Killmonger it did end up taking over uh, Wakanda. That'd be really good. Cool. Like, how do the Avengers um, deal with that little situation? Exactly. Because no offense to the Avengers, but Wakanda tech is ridiculous. They would have a hard time. Like Iron Man that. would have to go super try hard. No, for sure. Like, uh, and Thor would probably have to be involved. No, Thor would most definitely Thor and Hulk would probably have to be involved. Mm-hmm. Um, no, like they would literally have to go to war with Wakanda. Like, yeah. Aliens would have to go to war with Wakanda in order to beat them. And so I just think that's Namor really rises from the sea. I believe I can be of some service. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Oh, well, we can talk about that a little bit later too. But yeah, that'd be cool. Um I guess I never like what is let's see. No, yeah, that's the only one like one I could think of at the moment. Um I don't know, are there any what ifs that you'd like to uh see? Um we can do like a what if, um, I don't know. I know this sounds kind of dour, but like, what if Tony Stark never really did anything at the end of Endgame or at the middle of Endgame? What if life just went on after the snap? Oh yeah, that's... like I thought that'd be interesting. Kind of. What if norm- he just said no? Yeah, kind of just normie, just to see what would happen. And that's probably just that'd probably just be a regular life thing. Now thinking about it, not all that interesting, but. Uh, or what I, if he just got all the stones and said, Carol, beat him up. He doesn't have the cool rocks anymore. No, for sure. <laughs> and his, oh, no, like, for if sure. Thanos lived, that'd be that'd be interesting. No, yeah. And there could be like also like a crazy thing. Like, what if Thanos was because Thanos is supposed to be in these what ifs. Yeah. Still. Oh, wasn't there one where it's like, what if like in like the actual comic book, like what if Tony Stark became the Sorcerer Supreme? Oh, yeah, that is one, which I think is really cool. And there's also like uh, for the actual what if series, one of them is what if um, Yondu and all those folks picked up um, T'Challa. Oh, yeah. T'Challa was Star-Lord. Star-Lord, which makes no sense in the story, but I'm sure they would be cool. I'm still like it would still be pretty rad. And so, (laughs) yeah, I think that that would be I just, just like I, I never freeze, Yandu. I never freeze. <laughs> I never freeze. I'm skinny and fit into little places. <laughs> Good for thieving. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so funny. He's like, you ever eat Terran before? Dude, Michael Rooker was so good in those movies. Like, but yeah, I'm gonna miss him. I know. Like, he was sort of like one of my favorite. Like, Michael Rooker is so like unabashedly funny. Mm-hmm. Like even um, when he's being like a racist in The Walking Dead, I liked him, no, which like, is like a huge thing where I'm like, oh, he was, why do I like this character? He still? was a funny, even racist. though he sucks. That's why. <laughs> like, like he's literally talking about how much he hates black people. And I'm like, he's Daryl's <laughs> brother, I guess. I, I don't know. know. It's Merle, Daryl. Well, well, I love how Daryl isn't even a real character. Like he wasn't even created by Robert Kirkman. No, like, and they, they still love him so much. Like he came fan favorite and like. Two seconds. No, but he's just great. It's the crossbow, and plus he's just a great character. Well, also, um, Norman Reedus is really likable, too. Uh, yeah. Wait, wasn't Norman Reedus in one of the uh, Blade movies? or what? He was in some movie where you hunt I kind of like those, those Blade movies, like, really. I need to watch them again. But yeah, so but enough about Walking Dead. But like, uh, no, I, well, now Michael Rooker. Blessed be he, Rip Yondu. But uh, yeah, so uh, is there any? So yeah, a lot of there's a lot on the table for a what ifs, and you've got 
you know, the watcher pretty much as the the uh, the host and everything. The host of just like, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if they did a parody of like, uh, I don't remember what the show is, but like the meme goes around on Twitter like, this story is fiction. This is false. It never happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, for sure. I like think that a cool what if scenario would also just be like one of those deals where it's like just alternate sets of Avengers and ultimate sets, alternate sets of like, cause I don't know. A part of the coolness of all this is like, you could do stuff like probably not as morbid, but Deadpool kills the entire universe. Yeah. We could do things like, what if no, they're doing Marvel zombies, you could even do like, what if Thanos like did completely erase the Everything. universe and made, thing, and, made, and made himself a new one because it would be strange. Like what if, uh, Thanos in his beloved benevolence realized, oh, humankind and mankind will always end up the same. Mm-hmm. And how what he did was pretty much just for nigh. Never all surrender. That stuff. So, yeah, I think that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, like the what, like lots of possibilities, and maybe they'll come up with some fan favorites, end up make their way into the movies somehow. Like, wow, 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 Waluigi, Waluigi number one. Oh my god. Okay, so the next next show that they covered was the Loki series. Ooh. So it's a six-hour limited series, so probably just about six episodes. And it pretty much does what you think. It's going to address Loki uh, just kind of uh, getting the heck out of Dodge uh, with the Tesseract. No, for sure. In uh, end, the endgame scene. So it's got director Kate Heron of Netflix's Sex Education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got more details than we did at Comic-Con, by the way, mm-hmm. if... This is kind of sounding like some retread of information. We've got Rick and Morty writer Michael Waldron will pen, pen the series and it will, quote, explore questions we all have. Where did Loki go after Endgame? And Kevin Feige promised a remarkably ambitious show. Mm. You could say that I am low key excited for this one. That's core. Yes, that is me. But no, I'm actually a little more high key excited for this. I'm really excited to see a bold and a crazy Loki again. I'm excited to see him like, uh, kind of just kind of wreck shop and, uh, do what he does and still have his very charming and great personality in the midst of all of it. I'm just really stoked to see what they do. And I also think it would be really interesting if, um, I know they must be kind of setting up stuff for Love and Thunder too, though. Yeah. Like, what if this Loki somehow comes into contact yeah. with our Thor and stuff? Like, I wonder how he like gets that. back into the main timeline. Like, I kind of want him to get back in the main timeline, and I just I feel like this is the perfect dimension hopping right. kind of story to lead him there. And how? And like, I don't know. There's like a lot of people are really sad that the developed Loki is dead. Yeah. But I think that uh, stands true to make a lot of good story. I think a lot of good stories could come from this kind of Loki being, um, coming into contact with Arthur. Well, you know what I mean? It's the kind of the same sadness I regard with, um, new Gamora. No, that's the big thing for me too. Like it's hard because honestly, I love that character. And now she's pretty much start back at square one. And Loki, Loki's pretty much at square two because like he's the Avengers. It's like the second movie he was in. No, for sure. And it's just like one of those deals where it's frustrating, but the future seems to be so bright still. Yeah. And what's, and with some good writing and with, um, some great scenarios, 
um, for all you Loki stands, and I'm one of you guys. <laughs> um, just you know, it's gonna be a fun series. I think that it's gonna be good, and I don't think Tom Hiddleston would. He tell would you, not I don't phone think he. I in. don't think he would. No, first of all, I don't think he'd phone it in. Second of all, I don't think he would praise it because he's saying that they're doing something special. I don't think he'd praise it if it if it wasn't the case. I think he would say, "Yeah, it's gonna be a good time," or "Yeah, it's I've gonna been be enjoying great. myself." He'd know how to like. Um, right, but it seems like he's genuinely th- enthusiastic about the project, I hope and I'm gets, happy for him. I hope we get to see some hijinks, maybe like Loki's doing some pretty silly stuff in like really serious historical situations. Oh, that would be amazing. Just, just like you see, like I, I'm assuming this isn't going to be a time trip. Like I've heard it like described as maybe like a Doctor Who, like similar. Ooh, like, that'd be fun. Like just well, like there's there's a little bit of time travel in like Doctor Loki's Hugo. in the Roman Senate, and they're just like, and he's just like stab him. <laughs> Stab Caesar. He's like, and Brutus, do it. He's like, no, I can't. He's he, do, do it, Brutus. You do, won't do no it, balls. Do, do it, do it. <laughs> Et tu brute. Who's Loki? Who's Loki? Hey. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> it was just him. <laughs> but that'd be, I don't know. It'd be cool just to see like his hijinks and I don't know. I just if it's something special, I believe them because I am a naive young man. No, for sure. Um, oh no, most definitely. Um, but the. <laughs> The next show is The Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's got showrunner Malcolm Spellman. Uh, I should really go find out what he was doing. Uh, what else he's done, rather. Uh, it has the return of Agent Sharon Carter, a.k.a. Agent 13. I don't think they ever said Agent 13 out loud before. Yeah. Um, they've got the introduction of John Walker, a well-known comic book antagonist who is U.S. agent, who's just kind of like a Captain America, not necessarily doppelganger, but similar. Um, and he has an intriguing history. So, like you said, well, before, like, in Comic-Con, you, we've got the return of Baron Zemo in the show. We have Agent Carter returning, and we've got U.S. agent. So they're not afraid to introduce new characters in these shows. And that, well, we'll no, talk about sure. more and that's about what I really that like when that. we talk about WandaVision, but... No, and it's one of those deals where, okay, so first of all, Malcolm, Malcolm Spellman does not have a ton of stuff on his IMDb, surprisingly. Right. But one thing that he does, does do is that he is a, he was a writer for Empire, Woo-hoo. like the television show. And he also... Sure, did, Terrence Howard loves that he's in the Marvel Universe. Now. I know, for sure. <laughs> and Our Family Wedding, and he wrote a Sopranos video game. Which is kind of a Sopranos video game. Yeah, I didn't even know that. And so it's called The Sopranos Road to Respect. (laughs) So I don't know if the writing in the game is as good as the writing in the moot in the show. Tony Soprano wants you to go pick up the (laughs) all the trash disguise or all the cash described. Oh, my goodness. Your phone came alive. Yeah, I know. Siri. Uh, Like, you got to go pick up the cash disguised as trash in all my garbage trucks because I'm in the Jersey mob. I don't. I can't do a James Gandolfini impression. I apologize. Please don't unsubscribe. But, um, but uh, no. I. I mean, I'm sure if Marvel and the execs execs in Disney have confidence in him, then I should do. Uh, it's. I don't know. Like Falcon. Like I know. I think they might have shown like a picture of Anthony Mackie in his like cap costume. Yeah, or something a little similar. Mm-hmm. But what I'm interested in a USA is in kind of US agent and how um yeah, what's his what's his first name? His name is because it's Russell because it's John Walker. No, but I'm saying the guy who's acting as oh. it's Kurt Russell's son. 
Oh, um, Jack Russell Terrier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's his definitely. son is a dog. That's that is literally it. Chance. Thank you. I'm that is, so, I don't know his kid, so I thought I'd make that a joke, is useful. Okay? That is useful information, my dude. Well, did you know that a Jack Russell Terrier is the dog that played Wishbone on the series? <laughs> What's the story? It's Wyatt Russell. Wyatt. Still a dog name, to be completely honest, but that's OK, Wyatt. I'm Will sure it. some people in Wyatt would disagree. But <laughs> it's okay. So every every name is technically a dog name. If somebody named their dog Corey, I'd be like, okay, fine. Okay, it so ends with an e, do you, e okay, sound. Do you know the movie Homeward Bound? Um, I haven't watched it, but okay. I know so it. the movie Homeward Bound, it's got I can't remember which. Like, there's an old, really famous actor in it, but Michael J. Fox plays a dog named Chance in That's the movie. That's actually really funny. <laughs> um, so there is a dog named Chance, but um. So Wyatt Russell is playing USA. Yeah, Wyatt Russell is um, playing US agent. Wyatt Russell is always good in stuff that he's in that I've seen him in, and because like he's an Overlord, Twenty Two Jump Street is he's hilarious in that, and um, he's in Goon, and Ingrid Goes West was actually a really cool flick. I wonder if he's in Goon Um, too. Return to the Last of the Enforcers. No, but yeah, it's just like. Uh, I'm just interested in what U.S. agent is. Like, what if U.S. agent is the person who the American government kind of wants to paint as? Like, what if there's, like, a conspiracy thing going on? They're like, oh, this is the person who Captain America said he wanted to, you know, kind of be the person. And they kind of want to use propaganda to kind of have this American kind of figure fighting against Zemo. And they're like, oh, we don't really care for (laughs) Bucky Bucky and... Uh, Falcon, because Falcon is literally aligning himself. Like we're cool with Falcon, but first of all, he co- he totally betrayed our government, mm-hmm. and also, uh, Bucky is kind of I don't know a murderer, <laughs> and so it's oh, like he's got of, a new dapper haircut though. Oh yeah, that that actually erases all. Do you hear? There's a law. If you get a nice dapper haircut, you are not a murderer. Well, anymore. that's why Lex Luthor gets away with it in the DC universe because he oh, constantly shaves his head wow. every crime. Every crime, he gets a new That's wax. That's crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. No, wow. but um, <laughs> it makes me think that um, General Ross is in this series, and just no one's admitted it out loud yet because that that'd be kind of perfect. like that would be General cool. Ross is like, okay, Rogers betrayed me, Wilson betrayed me, Bucky's a murderer. <laughs> I'm gonna make my own Captain America because I'm the Secretary of Defense. Gosh darn it, and I do what I want. No, for sure. So, like, I definitely feel like that would be kind of a cool thing. Like, somebody who's trying to do good but is still in direct defiance to mm-hmm. our protagonists. Yeah. And also, to give some subjectivity, like, what if, like, they do some shady things that are for the greater what good, but it's bad. like, what if, <laughs> but like, what if they're doing is stuff is like, I don't know. I think that it really lends itself to a lot of that um, Winter Soldier kind of stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. all for that, you know, because that's such a great movie. It is. And, how I like we're I go uh, is it words we didn't get much of Sebastian Stan's Winter Soldier in like the last two movies that yeah much, and I really so I'm really excited for him more. to be in more of this stuff it's like we barely saw him in Infinity War and Endgame we saw a decent amount of him in uh, Civil War obviously so it's I don't know I just like the character a lot and I, I just love the uh, relationship that Falcon and. Winter Soldier have just like this hate relationship, but they're both friends with Steve. This is like, I hate you. Or like, can you move your seat up? No. no. <laughs> so I'm excited. Um, now 
we have a few more uh, to go. Oh, actually, the last one that they announced at Comic-Con that they elaborated on at D23 is WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And um, I also learned to think about the name. Like, you know how we kind of thought it was named, but I think they were doing it on purpose. Like, like WandaVision as like the same as television. WandaVision. Ooh, I never thought about that. Yeah, that's and I was cool. like, okay, the name sounds that's, better. That's pretty I, cool. Mm-hmm. Like WandaVision. Yeah, so... According to uh, the stuff I stole from Reddit, um, it is a half sitcom, half epic MCU adventure. Um, and here's the really funny things. Kat Dennings, Darcy returns to the MCU. Brilliant. Yeah. Like, I love it. I love it for the tone, like the kind of tone they're going yeah. with this series. I can tell that she will be perfectly suited for this. It's great. <laughs> and then like her, her last appearance was in 2013's Thor The Dark World. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Randall, Randall Park. Parks, Jimmy Woo from Ant-Man, who is literally Kim Jong, who is Kim Jong-un. He is Asian Jim <laughs> and he is the dad from uh, Straight Off the Boat or I Fresh, have, off, the fresh off the Boat. Sorry, Mothers. I've seen a few episodes of that and that's really fun. It's really it's funny. A, it's a funny it's a funny show. Oh, it's a, like blackish with Asian people and I love it. I'm pretty, <laughs> there's an episode of DMX on it. Oh, I love that. And I'm pretty sure there's one with Scottie Pippen on it, too. That's cool. (laughs) But no, I need to watch that show more often. But it's, uh, you know, that like I love how they're like ABC has this like block of shows that are just they're just wholesome. They're just nice family family flakes. Well, it's stupid because like whenever they do have a good show, they'll move it to a different day and like tentpole their new shows against it. And I'll just be like, oh, I can't watch that now because I'll be at work. Thanks a lot, ABC. (sighs) They did the same thing with the middle, too. Uh And a couple other ones. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. Like, Randall Park is always enjoyable. I know some people. He's so fun in Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, he is. He's, he's like I'm. A, he's like I'm a youth group leader. How he's like. Does, do you, he's like. What do you do? It's like how do you do that card trick? He's like. I hope he knows how to do card tricks in the show. Oh gosh, that would be really funny if he just randomly knew how to do it because that would imply the fact that in that span of time uh, he he's met with Scott Lang and Scott Lang taught him how to do card tricks. Like, oh yeah. I love how he was still like friends with Scott Lang in the he's midst like, of everything. It's like, I'll see you later. Like, what, like dinner? Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was I funny. like Ant-Man and the Wasp, and whoever doesn't like it can fight me. But um, Do it. No, but um, and then I know some people don't like Cat Dennings, but I've, I'm fine enough with Cat Dennings. Like, Cat Dennings, no offense. Like, I understand. Excuse me. I understand why you wouldn't like Cat Dennings um, in the Thor in the Thor movies. Like mm. even like even both of them, because like some of the writing with her wasn't perfect. No, but I think she's a really great actress when it comes to comedic stuff. I think she's funny. I think she's cool. Like definitely. Yeah. Like I have no qualm against Cat Dennings. But no, for sure. It's just, I think it, that it with this writing, that she's in this WandaVision show. But we haven't talked about the stuff that they talked about about WandaVision, and they've said they like cut it in between like Dick Van Dyke show kind of series. Mm-hmm. They said it's one to be half sitcom, half like epic Marvel, all this stuff. And uh, Catherine Hahn is actually going to oh, be... Oh, right, Monica Rambeau. Yeah, well, no, not... No. Well, she'll be in it. Yeah, but, Monica like, Rambeau's in this show. But yeah, that is true. But Han, um, like WandaVision, because you know, um, let me th- think about what she's been in so you can get a good... Because, um, yeah, Catherine Han is hilarious. She's in like, let me see, I'll show you a picture of her, but she's just really, really funny. She was, the last thing I remember was, um, 
Oh, she's she's uh, she's in Parks and Rec. Yeah, she's in, she's, she's in Parks and she's Rec. She's also the voice of uh, Olivia Octavius in Spider Verse. Yes, she is. And she's in a couple. Of, it's just like one episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Like I know who she is. Like, but she's playing the she's playing their wacky neighbor. Okay. And so, like, I'm super excited about and the movie. I was thinking about is this is where um, I leave you. Have you heard about this yes, movie? Yeah, I've heard about the movie. Oh, it's such a good movie. It's like the the perfect way that I've heard it described was it's like the end of a sitcom. It's like you know or you know how like they had a sitcom they and then they revive it for like a movie a few years mm-hmm. later revive it for like a run of episodes it's right. basically like that oh okay it's like it's a really good movie really good flick and Catherine Hahn plays uh the wife of uh uh yellow jackets whatever his name is oh uh yellow jacket oh. Corey stole yeah Corey i love stole. how he he has my name and i don't remember it wow. but Corey stole's um wife, wife in it and she's just great i i hope like her name is Liv in the show. So like, someone great. could say, oh, great, it's Liv. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. And there'd be a laugh track behind it. Oh, yeah. But I wonder no. if they're going to do like a laugh track in the WandaVision. Gonna... No, but like, what do you think this is WandaVision is going to even be about? Do you think like, is she's creating this? In, like, is she just gone cuckoo bananas? And like, she's like warping reality to like Vision's alive and they're like a happy man and wife. I just hope that Vision comes out of this actually alive, though. That's my yeah, big thing. Because I really want Vision to be in the MCU mm. again and I miss Vision. Yeah, and then like, you th- oh, because this show has been said to lead directly into Doctor Strange. So you think he's just going to descend from the clouds? Be like, knock it off, Wanda. Well, I think that... We got like, a demon to fight. I think... A possibility is that she creates a different dimension for herself, and then somehow Doctor Strange finds himself in that dimension. It's like, don't you think, like, or yeah, something like that. Like, either Wanda's powers are causing trouble, or she's just, you know, in her own little world that she created. And Doctor Strange's like, yo, Wanda, we got some stuff that, uh, there's a big spooky man trying to kill us all, so I'm going to no, need your help sure. on this one. A big spook. A spooktacular. Yeah, his name's Nightmare. But um, Oh, no, for sure. But So that's kind of the end of the shows we already know about. And then Kevin Feige walked on. Well, he was already on stage, but he decided to drop some bombs. I know, some stuff I didn't expect. I thought that everything was very boring as I was like, getting live tweets from people about the event. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. That's fine. I guess. Yeah. So okay. these caused me to audibly guess. And, and I was like, okay, but these, the, when this stuff, this stuff is the, honestly the stuff I'm most excited for that came out of D 23 bees knees. And so, uh, let's just Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. Pakistani teen, Muslim, um, a young lady who's a Muslim. Yep, she's she's gonna be in the MCU now with her own series. Yep, she's gonna be in her I'm series so, and come into the movies. I'm so excited for this, and I am really hoping that the Disney deal with with Sony gets sorted out because I want Peter to be with people his age. Yeah, you know, doing stuff like Kamala Khan because I love um, Kamala Khan's like relationship kind of with like Miles Morales in the mm-hmm. in the comics because they have a really good chemistry and I think it would be good for her to be around, you know, people her age in the MCU as well. There needs to be more like younger kids in the MCU. Cause it's just really fun seeing like being a kid and having superpowers yeah. and growing up in that environment. I just think that's super cool. You know, so, it's better than one kid with superpowers, two kids with superpowers. And so we can have that young Avengers group. But anyways, um, Miss Marvel. I'm one question I have for you is Miss Marvel's an inhuman 
in the mm-hmm. comics. Right. Do you think that they're going to just avoid Inhumans or are they just going to say she got her parents? Or are they going to say she's a mutant or something like that? What do you think she... Well, my first thought was they're going to say she has the X gene because I'm assuming... Because this... Because these last two series... Like all the series we've been talking about are just kind of being sprinkled in with phase four. So we're not going to see probably... Uh, this show until 2021 possibly. Yeah, for sure. And 2021 is probably going to be, well, it's going to be a lot closer to the X-Men than we are now, obviously. Oh, yeah. So it could be the X-Gene. Or Kevin Feige could take this opportunity to give a giant middle finger to Ike Perlmutter and just retcon the Inhumans and then say the Inhumans is Honestly, he deserves to give Ike Perlmutter the big old finger because Ike Perlmutter is kind of terrible and apparently he's racist. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Kevin Feige (laughs) deserves to push Ike Perlmutter into a deep ravine. Like, seriously, the guy, like, (laughs) the guy did so much. Like, if you had any issues with Phase 1, it's pretty much probably Phase 2 for that matter. Phase 1 and 2, yeah. But, like, Ike Perlmutter is probably, it's probably his fault. Like, if you noticed, like, a really steep pickup in quality around Captain America Civil War, that's around the time he just kind of left Marvel Studios and just kind of kept in charge of TV. Mm-hmm. For He's sure. also the reason that none of the uh, uh, the none of the Netflix characters crossed over, I'm pretty sure. No, it's like both of their stuff. Like, none of them really wanted to work with each other. They're practically mm-hmm. separate entities yep. at that point. But, you but, know. Yeah, so, I, I, it's really exciting. Like, uh, Camilla Khan, like... Her powers are kind of goofy, so I wonder how like they're gonna illustrate that, or if they're gonna change it at all. Because mm-hmm. like I like I said, like are they gonna just like oh yeah, that's really weird ABC show with uh, um, oh what was her names? Like uh, Cloak and Dagger? No, not Cloak and Dagger. Like uh, what's the Runaways? No, 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 not the show. Like what? What was the? What's the uh, Inhumans like leader? Not not Black Bolt, but his uh, wife. What's her name? Oh, Medusa. Yeah, like Medusa's awful looking hair. Oh gosh, that looked so bad. And they just shaved off after an episode. <sighs> like, like that if, show was so bad. I could barely watch that. Like first if they like, retconned ugh. that and like, well, because what? Well, my worry is like if they retconned it, so the Inhumans could just come around like later, like because. All right, we have Guardians, we have Avengers. Now we're gonna have mutants. Now we're gonna have Eternals. I'm not sure if. Eventually I think they can just get skip. Hard to I think they can just skip over the Inhumans. The honestly, Inhumans. they're not even all that interesting in the comics, to be yeah, honest. So, like, so it's like I eh. think my guess would be the X Gene, uh, but no, like it's a very. Um, she's a very like uh, I guess you know nose in the clouds peppy character. Like mm-hmm. and I. Th- I think I heard the ru- a rumor. I think it was I was watching uh, Emergency Awesome's uh, video about it yesterday. And he makes the best thumbnails, but anyway, he does. But uh, I, I it was a rumor that she would be in the Captain Marvel sequel. Oh, for sure. So that's that, cool. I'd be like, I don't know. Like like I said, Car- Reed Larson's Captain Marvel is the best when she's interacting with children. No, for sure. In my opinion. No, she's super nice. So. Yeah, like there's there's tons to be excited about. I'm mad that it's like two plus years away, but there's still lots to be excited about. And uh, like and now so there's two more live. Well, so the first uh, live actions, the next one they announced was something that you've been super excited about, Corey, and you know a lot more than I do. So I'll let you kind of take the reins because I'm sure you were probably pretty giddy when you saw that on Twitter. I was very giddy. Our boy, Mark Spector, Moon Knight. (laughs) Is going in like the way Kevin Feige described it too. I wish that I pulled it. Up. I wish I decided to. Um, let me see if like, um, 
they like because I'm sorry, the way they describe Moon Knight and everything like that uh, and how he's like, is he they're like, they're like, is he a billionaire? Is he a mercenary? Is he uh, possessed by an Egyptian God, or by an Egyptian moon God? Or is he just crazy? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, Kevin, yes. you're speaking my language. Because Mark Spector is so interesting. He has multi- like, OK, guys, so sorry, I, I have to dial it back. Moon Knight is this character who people have said, oh, he's like a Batman clone. But he's so much more than that. It's one of those deals where he has all these like personalities and he's interesting and he like has this like just goal that he set Mm -hmm. out to have because he believes that he has been basically called by this Egyptian moon God to be justice and all these things. And he's just crazy and he's not even crazy all the time. Mm -hmm. And you're always like questioning him or his motives. And I don't know how this is going to work for Disney plus because apparently it's supposed to be super family friendly. And I think they could, and I think they could kind of do it and still keep it a little bit edgy. Cause like, here's the thing. Winter soldier would still will will be on Disney Plus, like, yeah. and it's still a kind of violent movie if you think about it. Oh, a lot of like a lot, they're gonna put it on Hulu. No, for sure. I thought it was gonna be on Hulu too. That's where where I would have guessed. Isn't there like but, a Ghost Rider series? Um, Hulu? yeah. So, but like, I'm like really still super excited for this. It's gonna be a great time. I'm really excited for Moon Knight. Like, it's gonna be a ton with, of with fun. With the excite or the announcement of Moon Knight, like I've just been seeing like a ton of uh, screenshots from comic books of Moon Knight going around, and they're all really funny. No, yeah, like Dracula, you big nerd. Where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> or, or he's just a very erratic. And really just interesting guy. Like, I, I, I saw, well, that's just like another reason for like Sony and Spider-Man to, uh, or Sony to Marvel and Disney to kiss and make up because mm-hmm. like, uh, and there was another funny one. There was just like, uh, like, like Moon Knight was like, why are we here? Spider, like Gamora might be evil. And he's like, who's Gamora? The green one, which green one? <laughs> and he was just like, okay, whoever I start punching, you start punching. He's <laughs> like, got it. <laughs> So That's like funny. It, it seems like it'll be like I, he's really, a fun character, yes, and I think he, and I think he would have a good interaction with characters in the MCU, and I just think it would be funny seeing the exchanges like that, where he's kind of just like aloof but still mm-hmm. very smart, right? Like, uh, and so like people were talking about like when they announced Blade at Comic Con, they were mm-hmm. just like, oh man, they can use like Blade to introduce Moon Knight, but I'm mm-hmm. thinking. Just the way it is, like, since we don't make Blade might be one of those 2021 movies that did not get announced, like mm-hmm. only one did. So it makes me wonder is like, are they going to do like a WandaVision Doctor Strange thing where it's going to be like this Moon Knight series and then just like um, Moon Knight runs into the Daywalker on the last episode and his movie drops two weeks later? That would be really cool. And maybe like Moon Knight's even in a little bit. Yeah, that'd be in it a little bit of that movie. And I just, oh gosh, I can't wait to see who they cast as Moon Knight. I don't even know. Honestly, everyone's fan casting Keanu Reeves. Oh, that would be fun. But like Keanu Reeves, like as serious as he's been, like people forget how silly some of his movies. Are. No, no, for sure. Well, they'll definitely remember when Bill and because Te- Bill and Ted just finished filming. Yeah. So that'll so, be like that'll be soon. so that'll so. be out sometime this year ne- or next year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'll be. Oh, yeah, it'll be exciting. And the last series they announced, which made me really, really. Excited. I was really excited. You you take the reins on this. OK, then. so they are making a She-Hulk TV. Series. So happy about this. So, well, it answers a few questions. Universal does not possess the distributing rights for the on, TV for TV on the Hulk characters. 
So that's exciting. So basically, for those who don't know, She-Hulk, his name is Jennifer Walters. She is the cousin of Bruce Banner, who gets mortally wounded just because of the company that follows around Bruce Banner. And mm-hmm. she needs a blood transfusion, and Bruce is the only one with her blood type, but he's got gamma blood, and that turns her into She-Hulk, which is basically Hulk-like, but not like she doesn't lose control. Like, she's still her. She's just green. Yeah, she's just green. It isn't easy being green. She's like a taller green version of herself who does mm-hmm. CrossFit pretty much. No, pretty well, much. <laughs> that's very dumbed it down, but that's essentially what it is. And like, she's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Walters is a lawyer. Like, there's been com- like comics where she's like a lawyer on one side and the other side is Matt Murdock. Yeah. As a lawyer. Like, I think there's like a trial of Captain America. Where no, I think for sure. It's either... It was either her, I think it was her, she was Captain America's lawyer. Mm-hmm. And like Captain America's like, I'm guilty. I'm like, and she's just like, Cap, I'm gonna have to need you to not say that in court. <laughs> Something like that. So like apparently, like, and like there's some there's some comic book runs where she's like Deadpool, like breaking the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Um there's I know Savage She-Hulk is a little different in the new continuity of comics. Um I don't know, like, she's, like, a very witty character and a good foil to Hulk. It's just like, hey, Hulk, I know you're mad, but you got to calm down for just, like, two seconds, okay? No, I really want there to be a good amount of Hulk in this series, yeah, too. Yeah, well, I, I Mark think it would Ruffalo be, better. Like, I think it would be cool if they interacted with each other quite a bit. Yeah, well, And, like, yeah, maybe she could be a little bit of his strength as he has, like, an injury now, too. Right. And all that stuff. No, like, uh, like it's, you know what's funny, though? Like, the, like, out of the three uh, new shows they announced, two of them are women, and one of them's a woman of minority. So, mm-hmm. like, it's... I'm so happy about that. Like, it's I'm great. I'm sure it's making all the racists angry, which makes me happy. Yeah, I but, love making <laughs> racists angry. But, yeah, like, I don't know. She-Hulk's always, like... Uh, do you remember the uh, Hulk animated series from the 90s? Uh, I never watched it. Okay, so it's basically in the same... Co- so there's a YouTube video on this about like the little mini MCU that the Fox uh, Marvel shows had, but mm-hmm. it was like Spider-Man the animated series, which I love. Uh, the X-Men the animated series, then there was like there's oh I know what Iron you're talking Man. about. Yeah, yeah. I know I didn't just didn't know there was a Hulk one. Yeah, yeah, there's a Hulk one. Like it's mm-hmm. got a pretty baller opening credits. Like it's like oh cool, the Incredible Hulk. It's like really it's really gothic and stuff like too. Like mm-hmm. it's got some pretty art, but in like the back half of the series they introduce She-Hulk and. She's a pretty good character in that too, so I don't know, obviously I'm excited. I I'm I'm so pumped. Like I don't know, and I know the the uh, the shills won't be happy, but it's more uh, women in superhero movies, so you guys are gonna have to uh, prepare yourselves to be angry. I guess um, I'm excited. That's like more good shows is good. Like more representation is good. Like. I, I don't know. I'm just pumped for all this. So like this is the, the like these three announcements are probably my favorite part of the expo. Like I get uh, that as much as Disney makes me so mad, but then they turn around and do like like that, that, that text message I sent you like Disney does shady stuff. Me, you guys stink. Disney announces awesome new shows. Come get a hug, buddy. No, yeah, that's literally what it is. It's kind of like frustrating because in the midst of this, I'm still like PO'd about everything that's going on with Sony and how it is like people are saying, oh, well, they're both suck. No, Marvel's pretty Disney and Marvel proper are pretty much the bad guys here. But it's like one of those things where I'm just like, oh, 
I'm so excited we're for everything. We're this to- close to everyone, like every single character from the like from that Marvel's ever created being in the same continuity. We're like, for those of you at home, my fingers are really close together. <laughs> like we are this close. So for literally everybody besides us here right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we're we're so close to having this perfect. Oh, we are, but. So that's it for Marvel on D23. Mm-hmm. The next one has got me pretty much equally as frothy. I don't know why I said oh, that. Frothy. But uh, they showed a bunch of stuff from The Mandalorian. I know. Let's um, get get right in. Oh, what do you think about her? You know, you were talking for a little bit there, so I'm going to talk now. My voice is I'm parched. A, I'm going to I'm a t- talk. Okay. Let me finish. First of all, I want to let you know. The Mandalorian had the best showing entire of the entire. <laughs> da, da, da. I'm like Kanye West in this ish. <laughs> Kanye West like Mandalorian so much. <laughs> but the Mandalorian trailer came out and they uh, have a new set of characters. This is set like five years after uh, Return of the Jedi, I mm-hmm. believe. Um, and they they announced that Ming Na Wei or Ming Na Wen of Mulan and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be in it. Fa, and Mulan. so basically the trailer is just this dark kind of grungy the trailer. So like, baller. yeah, I know they, it's literally starts with stormtroopers heads on pikes mm-hmm. and you don't get a word from the Mandalorian, which I love. And you just see different shots of the environments. The ships look, obviously look like they're real and they look mm-hmm. like they're models because they are. Oh, and yeah, it's like just that, that so thing that they showed. cool. Yeah, it's so awesome. And it looks so beautiful. And like, it's just wonderfully, it's like wonderfully shot. The IG, by the way, it's not IG-88. It's IG-11. IG-11 is out there and he's, he's like. by Taika Waititi. I know. He's turning his. He's turning his like head, his hand around, blasting everywhere, all these things. And I'm just like, why would a droid even want to have money? So it's like, I want to know everything about IG-11. I'm really excited. Um, Why does he sound like a Kiwi? um, What's his name? Luis Exibizito. Oh, Esposito. Esposito, yeah. I'm sorry, I can't talk. But he is one of the, like, empire grand moth dudes but mm-hmm. people are like well the empire isn't a thing and then the, he brought up that maybe he's just kind of taking advantage of his rank to become higher in the underworld and everything mm-hmm. like that and he's playing to this and i'm just super excited for the mandalorian and i'm very excited for like the gunslinger thing but i'm also pretty stoked for this to be opened up to be something way bigger so like, mm-hmm. what if my theory is the Mandalorian, like Pedro Pascal's character, is actually like a Visla, oh, and he's just kind of like separated himself from that world. But the Mandalorians are like, yo, you are. Let me see. What's a very um Star Wars name? You are Gen Visla or something like that. Yeah. Or like Kai or Kyan in Visla or something like that. He's like, you are Kyan, and then they're like. Uh, and he's like, well, I am a bounty hunter now. I don't like what the Mandalorians are doing. Thank you for giving me all my skills. But right. no. And so like it's one of those deals where it's the show is called The Mandalorian. So eventually they're going yeah. to have to come t- into the into the fact that, yes, indeed, he has a history. <laughs> and I'm guessing that he's probably going to be a, a part of um, Clan Visla and all that stuff like that. And I'm like really stoked for that. And especially because Dave Filoni's doing stuff. With yes. That. 
Like Dave, Dave Filoni, John Favreau, super team. Oof, so like, excited. I wonder if the first shot of the show is just going to be him shooting Sabine or something. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be awful. This ain't kids show anymore. I love, I love me some Sabine, though. Sabine's okay. I don't know. I have I could have you watched the rest of have you watched all of Rebels, though? I haven't. I've like I've seen oh. like extended clips that just kind of made me mad sometimes. You need to watch the rest of Rebels. Rebels Sabine, Sabine so... and Ezra get so much better. The um, beginning really kind of frustrates I me. I think the I think that they get a lot better. Ezra can get blasted out into space. Whoa, who said that? Oh, wow. Uh, Apparently Chance did. We have a Rebels hater here, everybody. I could rant about Rebels for an it's okay. eternity. Like, it's okay. I understand. Uh, like, I don't understand people who praise Rebels like it's the best thing that ever happened. Mm-hmm. But um, I also think that it has a lot more merit than a lot of people uh, I know. I just, in my opinion, it is a sizable step down from Clone Wars. Oh, no, for sure. But that's not boring. Wow, this show looks awesome. Like... The practical makeup, um, the pra- like the way they film ships. It's not CG. It's a model that they you know fly like fly a camera around and like they layer. It's I just love the amount of work that's going into it. Like, I, I, it's already been gift already. But like <laughs> that uh, scene with like the uh, Twilic, like the lady winking at him. Yes, like that was funny. Like uh, I don't know. Like I'm just really pumped to get out of the Skywalker shadow, like this is like, it's like, this is a, uh, you know, it's been like either a system of government or fractured government, civil wars with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of habitable planets and people and motivations and the force with or without, like there's so much you could do. And I'm so glad that they're venturing out into something that we haven't seen before. Yeah, it just it's got me so excited, and the fact that he doesn't talk that much like it makes me, because sometimes you just kind of have to show, don't tell, and like if him's just like, you're just like silently looking around with his helmet and stuff like that. Uh, they also showed Carl Weathers' character too. Mm-hmm, like they did, like uh, no bounties today, come back tomorrow or something like. It's <laughs> like nope, no more quest today, uh, protagonist or something like. No one takes this quest. Well, I'm gonna take the quest. <laughs> No, most definitely. And also something, you want to know something hilarious? What? Guess who's in this show? Bill Burr. Oh, yeah. I, I like, saw you, did like you, you saw, you literally see his back. Like, what is he? Because he's walking behind the Twilight, or he's walking in front of the Twilight. Yeah, what, what, what is he? Like, is he's he, just like a mercenary or, or something. Is he like a Star Wars pimp? Is that what like, Bill Burr is? I, I guess he might be. I just think, <laughs> I just hope he still has a Boston which, accent. Which is funny, because Bill Burr has been like quoted as saying he doesn't get Star Wars and he doesn't understand. Which is why I'm glad he's in it. Because so, I feel like a character like that is just like, what? What's going on here? <laughs> Goodness, I hope he has like a Boston accent. The speeder. The what? Speeder. The speeder. The speeder, Peter. <laughs> Where's the Luke? hyperdrive? Where's the, Luke? The I want to talk to Luke. <laughs> How do you even know Luke Skywalker? <laughs> I, grew, I grew up with him. I grew up with him on Tatooine. Goodness. His uncle Owen owed me money. <laughs> but no, I'm like, nah, I can't wait for the Mandalorian. Like, it's going to be great. Like, I'm kind of sad that I can't binge it all at once. But I don't know. I agree with like the business decision for Disney to release episodes one at a time makes sense. So, like, you know, we'll be talking about the show for, you know, six. Is it six episodes or 12 episodes? 
at the, for the first season. I'm not sure. Well, for however many weeks. episodes it's going to be, it's going to be that many weeks we're going to be talking about the show. So. Yeah, and so like we'll just have like a weekly Mandalorian corner. Yeah, honestly, we'll just talk about it every week. <laughs> what we thought about the episodes. And it's going to be a fun time. I'm excited for I it. Should, I should produce a little jingle for it. I'm not yeah. sure if I. What would I do for that? Would I just be like, uh, I. Uh, the soundbite of Boba Fett screaming before he falls into the Sarlacc pit. Uh, honestly, I'm down for it. <laughs> but um, so I don't know. You have anything else to say about the Mandalorian? Uh, not really. So I guess the other thing they did. I mean, we can just touch on this briefly. They did show a giant timeline uh-huh. of all the Star Wars stuff. So they just kind of put it into. Um, basically, they called uh, Age of the Republic the prequel trilogy, although the Republic stood for like thousands and thousands of years before that but we don't need to talk about that <laughs> um then they have the one like the original trilogy is the age of rebellion uh, and then the sequel trilogy is age of resistance mm-hmm. but i don't know i think i don't know resistance and rebellion is really similar yes I don't know. I think it would have been better. I think, yeah. What, what what do you think would be better? I think it would be better if they named the original trilogy, the age of the empire. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a better name, but no, I think and, that, yeah, that would definitely be a little cooler. And I th- get what they mean by age of resistance because we're like resistance. Like we've had some semblance of something good happening and we're yeah. resisting the evil. Right. I get it, but it still is kind of silly with the, the rebellion time. and re- like rebellion rebellion and resistance are borderline synonyms. Yeah. So it's like one of those deals, but yeah. Speaking but, of like re- rebellions and everything like that, mm-hmm. two members of the rebellion are getting a television show. Oh, the on uh, Disney Plus. The Cassian, it's going to be Cassian and K two SO. Oh man, I can't. K- wait and to it's see funny because Alan Tudyk literally said this. Um, it's K two Fast, take K two Furious. That's what the name is like. Is what, is what the, is like, that's what he told Kathleen Kennedy what the name should be. And honestly, I would be way down <laughs> for that. Uh, Diego Luna's character and Alan Tudyk's um, K2SO was definitely my favorite so part is it a of the movie. Of Rogue One? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, it's not going to be a sequel because you know K2SO. They dead. <laughs> they dead. Both of them dead. I wasn't sure if uh, uh, the Cassian character had died, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like K2SO is so gosh darn enjoyable. No, so. exactly. So I'm like super excited. They were probably my favorite characters of um, Rogue One period, and Rogue One was not a movie I really enjoyed. A ton like mm-hmm. i liked a lot of parts of it um it's just one of those movies that i felt like just i don't know it's, it was one of those movies where so many sequences happened but the character development was, was just so bland to me yeah. in a lot of ways but it's, they like they like would start with the coolest character mm-hmm. premises and they just wouldn't build on it for right. rogue one in my opinion but it's with that being su- said good suicide squad movie yeah for sure <laughs> literally or not literally but you know figure, figuratively you know, well, not literally but they didn't commit suicide they just all died at the end yeah. um but <laughs> um what i think is really cool is that i feel like my stuff can be kind of quelled for mm-hmm. character development because i feel like they can really develop diego luna's character in this and they could also even develop k2so and i think it'll yeah. be fun and you know maybe if you see a little bit that that cd underworld and all that stuff yeah. going on maybe we even like get a chance to see like characters that are from the mandalorian a few years past yeah, like 10 years so years past or anything like well, that because yeah, that'd be the time amount of time between so I'm assuming because, OK, this is before Rogue One, so mm-hmm. it's before the new Star Wars. 
So it's between A New Hope to uh, the end of Return of the Jedi. No, for sure. As far as between that shows go. So yeah, it'd be, yeah, that, like I'm, I'm sure the, sh- the sets aren't that far apart from no, each other. No, for sure. Like you could have like plenty of stuff going on. You could have um, Hondo in this series, even. Oh, I love Hondo. I want so Hondo much. to be. I want Hondo to just be in every series. Like, I'm pretty sure. What's his name? Uh, something Jennings. Like he, like the guy who plays Hondo. It, he's like a veteran Disney voice actor. Oh, that's and, like, sweet. He, like he's the voice of Pete, uh, like the uh, Disney yeah. character. He's also like I didn't realize this until I go watch the Nostalgia Critic video about the original Lion King. Mm-hmm. Uh, like apparently Jeremy Irons could not hit the high, like the last high note, like the last, like the high notes in the, like the last 30 seconds of be prepared. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's Jennings. Like that's like, and it was so well done that I did not realize until someone said it. That's crazy. Like it's Jeremy. I like the, the, the last be prepared is not Jeremy Irons. It's the voice of Andu and Pete. But so yeah, like, I'd love to see that. That just like opened my mind. I'm like, Hondu, yes, please. Like, I don't know. Like, I know he's in Rebels a little bit, but like, mm-hmm. he is so funny in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. He's just like, this effort is no longer profitable, <laughs> <laughs> and he just leaves. And he just leaves. No, for sure. And then um, it's like, we're pirates. We don't even know what that means. <laughs> In regards to the force, right? In regards to the force, but no, but it's fun. But like, I'm, I really want Hondo to show up. Yeah, speaking of Hondo, uh, Clone Wars has also received a uh, date of one work. Yeah, it's it. gonna be in February. February, twelve episodes of the revival slash final season. <laughs> I'm so excited. I know it's like if Jar Jar's in even one of these episodes, I'm gonna be mad. Oh, you know, you know, Dave Filoni, he loves his Jar Jar. You're gonna have, he's gonna be in it. If he's in, he's gonna be in an episode. He's, he's not gonna minutes. be in a, the Jar Jar episodes. Aren't even that bad in Clone Wars, yes, dude? They are. They're not okay. They're bad comparable to every other episode in the series. Yes. but they're not the worst Jar Jar Binks media that we've gotten. I will take that. I'll take Dave Filoni writing Jar Jar over George Lucas writing Jar Jar. Oh yeah, like it's <laughs> well because like remember when like Netflix put the lost episodes of the like the oh, so unfinished good. of season six, mm-hmm. and like two of them were Jar Jar episodes, and I was like. Damn it! So that season was still so sick, though. Yeah, it was like the stuff with Yoda and like the stuff with the clones was so cool. Stuff too. with the clones, stuff with Yoda, like going to ancient. And Sith, Darth Bane Sith showed Devils, up. Was like, oh, yo, so good. Like name drop Darth Bane, and I was like, oh yes, baby. Didn't just name drop him. Like, Literally, he Darth Bane ghostly. shows up. Of like, like there's like a ghost thing of Darth Bane that shows up, played by Mark Hamill. Yeah, so amazing. <laughs> Guys and gals, if you haven't seen the animated series, The Clone Wars, do yourself a favor. Look up how to watch it in order online. I know it's really dumb the way that they do it, but watch it. And it's so good. And if you have an arc that you think is more like something that you would like to go, just look up the arcs. Yeah. Like do the Scourge of Mandalore arc. That one's really cool. Darkness and Umbra arc is really good. And it's just a ton of fun. Like, please watch. It's a fun time. Like, yes, it is. Oh, it's so great. But the last little bit of uh, Disney Plus news is that, uh, hello there. Hello there. Ewan McGregor is, Ewan McGregor is Obi-Wan Kenobi once more. I'm so excited. He's going to be, it's going to be set around the same time as Solo was, which is Mm -hmm. curious. I wonder if a Solo series might pop up on Disney Plus. Okay, this makes me think that the, uh, 
the little end thing of Solo with Darth, Darth Maul. Maul and like, well, because he was like, "Come to death, and we have to finish our training." No, and for then sure. like, uh, like Alden, Alden Aaron writes Han Solo going to Tatooine. Like, okay, I know this might really, really piss some people off in the uh-huh. fan base if Han Solo and Obi Wan Kenobi met beforehand. Mm-hmm. If like you know they, I don't know if they were gonna have them. Like, I don't know if Dave Filoni or anybody would really want to mess up the resolution between Maul and. Uh, uh, Obi Wan. Well, yeah, okay, or they might even re. Or they might even just like uh, reshoot it in live action. Like I think that'd be kind of cool. cool. They retconned it, or so, I don't know. Well, okay. I but, don't know if they'd retcon. Well, okay, it. I think this could be like another, another installment of Maul versus Kenobi. I think it could be too. I don't know, like, but I don't know. I don't know. It. I don't know if it might cheapen it, but I'm not sure. Uh, okay, because okay, the the Maul Kenobi was it's perfect, mm-hmm. but at the same time, half the episode is just Ezra tripping balls in the desert you're you're right you're right and that just i don't know and i think that like ezra just brings down a lot of the serious moments that filoni wants and i understand it's a kid show made no for sure it's just like like ahsoka versus vader and maul obi-wan's final battle just can i don't know ezra just undercuts it sometimes no weird comments and i'm just like why like cosmonaut variety hour has a really good video on this he's like what are you still doing here get out of here no for sure so, I guess I just I guess I just really like my space Aladdin. Yes, I, I really like my space Aladdin. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that, yeah, that in, in a gist, that's kind of my problem. But I actually do agree that he does kind of live in a different show almost, and that's yeah, a little like, jarring. Like, yeah, like honest to God, I just wish this kind of would have been like a one-off thing that like Dave, like if it was say in the original, like the style of the Clone Wars instead of um, the Rebel style. Because mm-hmm. like I don't Plus know. the animation kind of sucks in Rebels. Like the art they base it off is cool when mm-hmm. it's not moving, mm-hmm. but in 3D it just does not look good. No, for sure. And yeah. so what? Well, like I said, like just like it could have been like a lot more powerful. And I don't know. I just wish the Maul Kenobi thing could have done be done in a movie or a live action TV show. And I think they could do it. I'm okay. Technically, everything that happens is canon, and you can do things from a certain point of view. Oh yeah, I guess they get like like the. Uh, uh, the um, Kenobi Mall showdown was just a uh, um, was just an, a, an just a bookend. Yeah, no, a book I feel end. like it because I feel like it could still end. Yeah, like that's that. true. Like, but I think they could like I don't know a the few more, more I, battles. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they could have one or do deal with stuff like that. But I'm not sure. Or they just they ran into each other before the final uh, hurrah, which would which could also add some cool context to. Yeah how cool that battle is because it's one of those things where you you're like hyped up for it and you're like okay this is going to be cool this is going to be awesome here gonna wreck shop and all these amazing things right but then in turn um like obi-wan is so at peace with himself right that he just ends it right instantly like, almost and it's just so brilliant well, and so well, good oh well, yeah but like i said because like the way they did it in Rebels is really beautiful. Like Obi Wan, like has him in his arms. He like closes his eyes, like he was it, a like friend he, or like, something. Like he consoles him because he understands how like, much hate has been like seated he, in his heart. And maybe they can. Keep, like he understands maybe, what the dark side has done to him. No, yeah, and what and like what the Emperor had done to him, mm-hmm. and all these things. And it's one of those deals where what if maybe we find ourselves in a situation where Darth Maul 
and Obi-Wan need to help each other. Or something and like, like it's, that. And stuff is kind of built from that, so that moment has more or, or context some, or, even. Or something like they, they interact with each other, they need to help each other, or something. Like maybe it's like one of, one of the five crime families that they said in Solo. Mm-hmm. Like, and maybe it's just like, Kenobi, next time I see you, you're dead. Or no, like, and it's like one of the things is, is like the sad part one in Rebels is like, is he the chosen one? Almost as if he believed it too. Mm-hmm. And he wanted somebody to balance right. the force even because of no, what the cool. force has like, done to like, him. Like, like, with, like Darth Maul, like, gosh, what Rebels and uh, Clone Wars especially did with Darth Maul's character to make him an mm-hmm. actual character was so dang good. Mm-hmm. But, but like I mean, I said, so yeah, uh, obviously we are really excited to no, see yeah. how Obi Wan like what he does and like, yeah. what, how it connects with Solo. But no, we're going we're going a little bit long. We're in yeah, we are. We're going super. We're long. We're going like super duper duper well, duper, duper we're long. Marvel stands and we're Star Wars stands, so, so it <laughs> makes it and there's like more Marvel and more Star Wars to talk about. Yeah, but so we'll, we'll kind of speed. We'll, we'll kind of let's expedite. Lightning round. But like, like let, let's kind of expedite things, this, and we're gonna talk uh, like. Uh, I'm gonna switch things around. I'm gonna switch the order around and not you, try to go. You I'm not try to go crazy on you. Let's but, go crazy. Um, Ryan Coogler is going to be directing. Um, we're gonna go back to Star Wars. We're gonna finish it out with Star Wars. Okay, that's okay. Um, but uh, we're gonna talk about Star Wars movie stuff at the end. All right. All right. Um, but Ryan Coogler is going to direct the sequel. Well, for Black Panther, and it's coming yeah. out May 6, 2022. Yay! That's cool. Yeah. And then so people, they only announced one of those 2022. I thought they were going to do all three. Yeah. And like Kit Harrington is playing uh black Knight in the eternal movies. Mm-hmm. And so I hope they change the costume and they're up from the comic book. Yeah, I do too. He kind of looks like star Lord and judge dread just mashed into one thing. Um, and somehow it comes out really goofy. Yeah. And like he's wearing Yeah. And apparently that's not the end of his character. I know. Apparently they might expand on his character, which is pretty cool. Apparently he might be in a, like, I think I heard rumors that he's going to be in a team up movie. Oh, for sure. Well, it's like, he's but, got too many like in the comic book. He's got too many colors to be named someone black. Knight. <laughs> <laughs> so you're so colorful. What's your name? Black Knight. You're right. You're right. And um, we can also let's get into like we can talk about. Well, Disney they Studio announced uh, Gemma Chan as uh, Cersei. No, yeah, for sure. I'm yeah, not sure we yeah. talked about that. Yeah, but. you're right. For um, Eternals and everything like mm-hmm. that. And we're we can talk about um, the Disney Studio films. Okay, so you just want to like, like run that. down like. Let's talk about Pixar real quick. Like okay. Pixar movie stuff real quick as well. Okay. So Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey will yeah. be in Seoul. Mm-hmm. Theaters June 19th, 2020. Yep. And Jamie Foxx plays uh, like a middle school M- music teacher. teacher. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he finds himself going into the Seoul world, which is very interesting at the stuff, which is very like reminiscent of like um, Coco or whatever. Yeah. But still, I'm still excited for it. I still think it's going to be a good time. We're all going to cry. And it's going to be weird seeing Jamie Foxx in a kid's movie after I watched him in Baby Driver. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and um, Sterling Brown is going to be Lieutenant Matthaios in Frozen 2, who has a link to, you know, Anna and Elsa's mother and father. Mm-hmm. And they, they're going to feel like they're going to discover what the reason why they're out there in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. The more stuff gets revealed about Frozen 2, the more I'm like, Wow, this is kind of crazy. Cruising to like, black ice. Like, I feel like this is just gonna be like good. Like, <laughs> it's kind of crazy, and but they showed off know. a little bit of onward too. Yeah, I skipped that. I'm like, sorry. No, I just wanted to mention it. No, for sure. But did like, you, I don't know, did you want to talk about? I'll uh, talk a little bit about Tom Holland. Okay, all that I mean stuff with, on, with onward. Well, they also mentioned like the, apparently the Disney Animation's new uh, film Raya and the Last Dragon. 
No, no, yeah. I, like I, and Aquafina's going to be playing the um, the dragon. I think she's playing the dragon. Well, like, well, from what I've heard, the people I saw live tweeting the event were like, "This looks awesome." Oh, so, that's cool. So, like, we don't really know. There's a girl named Rhea, and there's a dragon, possibly voiced by Aquafina. That's all we know. No, but, but uh, so uh, yeah, like you were saying about Frozen Two, like, uh, like there's yeah, there's definitely a lot about it. No, for sure. Like, it's going to be a Excellent time. Well, it's beautifully animated, like usual. No, um, for sure. They announced like there's another song. Uh, they sung a song on stage called "Some Things Never Change." Mm-hmm. Uh, Elsa's new song is about mm-hmm. going into the unknown. Oh wow! <laughs> but yeah, so do we want to uh, just put a little exclamation point on this podcast by no. talking about Star Wars? Yeah, pretty much. So we're gonna start with a little bit. We're gonna start with the chiller. Small things. Carrie Russell plays an old friend of Poe's. Did so we see a screen or like that? Uh, yeah. That like that lady the, who takes really good photos. That yeah, Annie Leibovitz. Yeah, Annie Leibovitz's photos of her. Yeah, they're really cool. And so like I'm excited. Cool character design. I like Carrie Russell as an actress. Mm-hmm. She's really great. And I think this squashes any rumors of Ray being her mom because I don't know if that age group would really be people who Fen or like Poe would be like that's my friend. And then Ray's like, that's my mom. So I doubt that that would happen. Um, but a lot of things. Um, and like Palpatine um, is also. He's in it. Well, he's in it, but you like. It's, he's in it. Like it's. They just kind of said it out loud. Like, oh, yeah. And like. The he's post, on the poster. The, the posters of him. He's like, literally <laughs> behind everything. And in the poster. And they played a sizzle reel mm-hmm. of everything that happened basically up to now in Star Wars through the, through the Skywalker trilogy, and then mm-hmm. they played a little bit of footage. Yes. And let's talk about the footage. And I know there's a certain shot that we all want to talk about. Like let's talk about some other things real about. quick. Like, there's this really cool shot with a ton of Star Destroyers that they, are Empire. They are Empire Star They are Empire Star Either it's a first order. fleet, or there's some, like, the Emperor is, like, coming out with his old Star Destroyers, or... Let's do the time again. <laughs> so yeah, it's your uh, daily, we are weekly Rocky Horror Picture Show reference. But uh, no, for but it's just like one of those deals where it's, it's a cool just, shot. It's too. a really cool shot, and then there's a ton of X wing signals. X wings come in, and you see the fly wing, all this stuff. And oh goodness, I feel like there's gonna be an epic space battle. I just want them to one up Rogue One because Rogue One had an amazing space battle mm-hmm. in it, and so I think that they should just just completely blow that right. out of the water and do the amazing stuff. And, you know, it's going to, I feel like it's going to be a really exciting movie and exciting. And I'm, I'm excited for this, but you want to just talk about the elephant in the room? Well, okay. The well, there's one. Blade. Okay. There's another shot. I want oh, to okay. talk about. Okay. The one with Kylo and Ray fighting oh, on yes. that water thing. Yeah. That looks awesome. Oh, it looks so sweet. I'm excited for it to see that fight. Like, uh, and also there's like a little voiceover of Ian McDermott being Palpatine over that too. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But there's a, there's a, there's a shot of, uh, there's a shot of a Ray of Ray with a, Darth Maul-esque kind of lightsaber. A folded double-bladed lightsaber. And, yeah, it's just like... And, oh, wowza. Yeah, so there's like a million different theories on... Is it a clone of Rey's? A twin of Rey's? Evil Vision? Like, there's so many... Like, and I like... Which is funny, because cloning is like a huge aspect of the Star Wars universe. It is. That hasn't been touched in a hot minute. 
And the funny thing is, is a lot of people are like, no, that would be like too sci-fi for Star Wars. Are you kidding me? They had an entire clone army. Like, dude, like, did you watch the prequels? And like, they even mentioned cloning in The Force Awakens. Well, in the original trilogy, it's like, you fought in the Clone Clone Wars? Wars? Yeah, exactly. Cloning has always been a thing. And so what if like, uh, like Palpatine made this like ridiculous Force clone where he just like added all these things and like pretty much... He kind of failed when he did it with Anakin, mm-hmm. so he in turn just went and went in for a mm-hmm. different pool of things instead of just making another Anakin Skywalker well, or something it's, like that. It's, I think that'd be pretty it's cool. cool because this is like kind of a deep cut from the uh, the old novels that aren't really can or I guess they're never canonical in the first place. But yeah, can't like just the uh, oh, what's it called? Like Star Wars Legends? Like yeah, Legends? Yeah. Like. <coughs> Like cloning has always been very, very present in those novels, books, and video games. Like no, for sure, to the point where it was annoying. Well, yeah. okay, okay. So like, there's there's a story where Luke has to fight a clone of like a dark clone of himself and a clone of his father. No, yeah. Like, sure. um, there's been like clones of Darth Maul in the con- like in the old stuff. There's and like in the Force Unleashed two, that was kind of a big plot point. It was just like Star Killer's like I'm a clone, and then like. General Rom Coda, who's a really cool Jedi. I hope he makes his way into this somehow. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's just like, no one can claim, or no one can clone Jedi. It can't be done. Mm-hmm. And like, apparently, like the people on Kamido found a way to do it. So that'd be like a cool way, just like, I don't know, just like dip your toes a little further into the lore. Just like, you can't clone Force users as powerful. It's just impossible. Uh, somehow it was just like, well, somehow they did it, and Papa Palps is back. So Papa Palps. So yeah, like it's so exciting. Pop, pop, so like that could be Palpatine, like, more like Papatine. Woo! Yeah. So like, uh, like Ray could like genuinely be like. Well, that's the thing too. Like I was hearing this. Like I was watching this video yesterday where it's like, what if like Ray is okay. What if that dark Ray is a clone, but Rosa Ray is also a clone. Like, no, for sure. Like I was like, like th- I was like, I combined that theory with my own where it's just like, okay, what if like they were evil and they were just like cloning force users and this evil Ray was one of them, but say someone who had a change of heart was just like, okay, I'm going to take one of these little Ray, like these one, little, one of these little rays and I'm going to put her in the desert. So she can become good, like Luke Skywalker or mm-hmm. something like that. And it's like, it's kind of like, um, why can't I think? Batman Beyond, where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, this kid's parents need to die. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, this little, this kid needs to be left in the desert mm-hmm. and just wondering what else is out there. Like, no, for sure. So it is just, I don't know, it's so cool. Like, it's just, the possibilities are just endless and tantalizing. I don't know. What do you think? No, I think that it's, there's just a vast possibility. I'm leaning towards clone because I just think that'd be more interesting than it merely being a force vision. Oh yeah, that would be a humongous middle finger. Yeah, and like I don't know if it would be a middle finger. It would just be like the normal Star Wars thing. It's just like do. <sighs> it's just like okay, that's fun. Well, yeah, it's kind of like when Luke's head was in the Vader helmet in Empire. Wow, that's nice. You know what I mean? Right. So it'd just be like one of those deals where I'd be like, okay, that's kind of samey, Star Wars samey. Thank you, JJ, for doing that again. But <laughs> it'd just be one of those deals where I'd be like, okay, whatever. But I'm really wanting it to lean towards clone, or I'm what I'm really leaning for it towards is something I don't expect. You know? 
Something that oh, something genuinely you, something you haven't guessed. Something yet? that genuinely surprises me and makes me seem cool. Time makes travel. Me, oh wow. But <laughs> no, time travel always messes things up. Except for like Back to the Future. That's like the only time it works. But no, that, like it's really exciting. I am really looking up to like uh, exploring Ray and how it's like basically because it is so. I think that the aspect of her cloning would be very in touch with JJ and mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson. And the reason why is because um, of the vision sequence and mm-hmm. oh last yeah, when it's there's like, just a ton of her, of her and, and then like, they just uh-huh. go into herself, and then she's like, yeah, "What? Yeah, that could it's be. literally her." So maybe it showed her who her parents was from a certain point of view. I hope. Okay, so there's obviously the hope that maybe, me like, some people like like I know you don't share this opinion, but like, some like when I think about it, like because of all the stuff that have like the last Jedi almost makes the force awakens worse in my mind. Yeah. But I wonder, cause it's definitely possible that the last, or, um, um, the rise of Skywalker makes the last Jedi better in retrospect. Like this could be like, we, like we all just been punked and like this punctuation on the trilogy brings it all together. And we all lose our, like we're, we lose our collective mm-hmm. minds. Like it's so exciting. I also wanted to mention that like that foldable lightsaber. Some people were like, "Oh, we saw this in Rebels." Wrong. You saw it first in the Clone Wars because mm-hmm. Pon Krell had them. Like he had two of those. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool arc, by the way. The Darkness and Umber arc that I mm-hmm. mentioned. It's from that. Really cool. But yeah, so foldable lightsaber is really cool. Dark Ray. I don't know. She seemed almost robotic when she was just like. No, for sure. And like, I don't know, it it weirdly like, you know how like I know you can never really tell, but it doesn't seem like it's in a vision. Yeah, I know. And like, like just the way that it's shot, like, it doesn't seem like it has like a dreamy kind of ethereal feel. around. Right. And it, maybe you know? we're just like uh, maybe we're like totally like jumping the gun here and mm-hmm. Ray just turns evil and it's not a different Ray. <laughs> oh, gosh. If Ray turns evil, that'd be crazy. If the Ray turns evil and then like Kylo is redeemed and they switch it and they yeah. play an old switch. Well, I think a lot of people kind of saw that coming. That would be kind of crazy. Well, yeah, a good amount of people did. But like it's one of those things where it's still bamboozle. It would bamboozle me because I would not expect JJ to do that. Yeah. So it's uh, M. Night Shyamalan, maybe, but not JJ. But it's I don't know. It's just we don't know. That's that's all there is to it. Like we can come up with, you know, crazy theories until the sun comes up. But we just gotta wait till December. No, for oh, sure. Oh god, the semester's gonna be over by the time this movie comes out. Know, oh it's no, cra- it's, it's cra- gonna take so long. I know it's crazy. But yeah. No. So if anyone doesn't know, we uh, had our first three days of class at school, so we're Ooh, very tired. Yeah, I know. I'm like literally falling asleep right now. Wake up! I'm like Corey, super excited just, for this podcast, but I'm also like, oh, oh. But yeah, it's gonna be a ton of fun. Um, D23. Lots I'm excited. School stuff. I know. <laughs> I'm excited. For all the content we're going to be talking about at uh, the no box wonder. office bros and everything with the Disney Plus stuff and everything like that. Can't wait it's to gonna be, be, I can't wait to watch Lady and the Tramp a thousand times. <laughs> it's going to be a ton of fun. And just to let you guys know and gals, if you all really enjoy this podcast, go ahead and share it with your friends. You know, tell you tell you tell you grocery grocery store man about it. 
and be like, yo, Box Office Bros on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Overcast, on Stitcher, Breaker, and all that jazz. And then he'll be like, yes, random citizen, I'll do it. But yeah, <laughs> just um, share the podcast if you enjoy it. And thank you all. I really appreciate your outpouring of just positive vibes. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a good one. Later, And taters. Box Office Bros, out. <laughs>